Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for the week gone by. We thank you for every touch point that you have given us to connect with you and to pray. The morning encounters, the daily reflections, the rosary and divine mercy sessions, and our Friday Bible teachings, Lord, where you reveal more and more of yourself through each of these sessions. We thank you, Father, for that daily contact that we have with you in our personal place of prayer. That when we read your word and we meditate on it, you make it real to us. You give us that understanding of what it is that you are trying to tell us in that passage there. How we can apply it in our lives. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for opening our eyes to your truth. For your word says it is that truth then that becomes real to us, that sets us free. That prompts our actions in faith. That gives us a sense of direction ahead. We thank you, O Holy Spirit, that you are with us. That you will never leave us, just as Jesus promised. We thank you, Lord, that you convict us in times where we make mistakes. You are always there speaking to us constantly, pointing out things, showing us the way ahead, putting to remembrance things we may have forgotten. We thank you, Lord that you guide and direct our prayer and you pray with us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your mercy and with your love, that we, that we are alive even today. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for this grace to be part of this ministry, this praying family that prays together. We thank you, Lord. We enter your gates with that gratitude in our heart, Father. The gratitude towards our maker, towards our king who is merciful, towards our father who has loved us with an everlasting love, towards our master who is fair and caring, towards a brother and a friend who gave off his everything that we might be saved, and towards a counselor, towards a teacher, who teaches us every single day. Even in the times when we fail to understand, when we refuse to listen, or when we turn in the opposite direction, he never gives up. We thank you, Lord. As we ask for forgiveness, for our failures, for our sins, for those crowns that we wear in all those times that we turn away. And we ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We place all our trust in you, Father. And we ask for your direction as we command our prayer, our our, we command our morning this day. We thank you, Lord, for the peace and joy that you pour into our hearts. And we share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all those that are Christians and do not yet know you, all those that do not want to know you. We ask that there be a quickening in their spirits, Lord, 
that your glory be revealed to them and their hearts be opened to receiving your truth. And as we make our prayer, we call on your name. Uh, the name of our maker who is able to make every grace abound towards us. The one who has blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. The one who gave of his everything and never held back, not even his own son. The lifter of men. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The only name under heaven by which we can be saved. That when we believe in our hearts and confess in our mouths, then we shall not go empty-handed, we shall not return to shame. The Lion of Judah, the Rock our salvation, the promise of the Father, the Redeemer. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, the Spirit of light and life, the Spirit of truth, the hand of the creator that gives everything that looks void and shapeless its form and life. He is the father of all spirits. The one who has made his tabernacle now within our body. That we might be called his temple. And when we make our prayer in our spirit, he is there with us. We can commune with him. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit. You have blessed us with angels, with destiny. Help us for all those times we have fallen short. And you give us authority to command our angels. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with everything that we need. But you give us a choice to choose. So we ask for that discernment and an understanding of your word. So that every choice that we make is in accordance with your will. And then when we ask in accordance with your will, we know that you hear us. We thank you for that gift of prayer to legally authorize you in all our challenges and in our storms. To take over. And to give us an understanding of how we can take over. Of how we can overcome. We thank you Lord. That you have blessed us with everything. With all our provisions. We thank you for family. For friends. That represent your love in our life. Unconditional standing. Beside us. With us. For us. We thank you Lord. As we make our prayer and reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Lord, for our lives. We call the angels of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, Danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters <clears throat> and spiritual attacks. We command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus and we declare divine exemption in his name. 
Thank you, Lord. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11 that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth this day, each of us declare. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. Today, I'd like to continue to reflect on the topic of renewing your mind. And yesterday, as we prayed and reflected, Sister Shanine received the revelation of, uh, received Galatians 2 verse 20 as a revelation in the spirit. And while I attended Mass after that session, I kept reflecting on that verse. And the Holy Spirit made that verse come alive as part of my renewal process. When he said, to renew your mind, you must die to that old way that had gripped you. You must die to that way of the flesh. And Galatians 2 verse 20 says, I have been crucified. Now the I here is that life in the flesh. I have been crucified with Christ. That way that was causing me to sin, that habit has been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. That fleshly sinful way no longer lives, but Christ is holiness and his holy ways live in me. So I reject the ways of the world that lead to sin and destruction and renounce them. and nail them to the cross, meaning those habits and ways must die in me and must die to me. They must come to an end in my system. And I no longer think or act on them. Neither am I affected by them. I take up what Jesus has shown me as the way forward. And hence that verse continues to say the life that I now live in the body. In the body, which means in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We take on his nature after rejecting sin nature. Renewing the mind is a process of dying and resurrection. That is another thing then that becomes clear from this. It's that you die so that you die to that habit and you insist that it dies to you and you resurrect to being a new person. The old has passed away and all things made new. That is renew, renewing. You resurrect to be a new person who has given up that old way. The old life. Romans 6 verse 4. Now this was what Sister Jane got in her reflection. Where it says, We have therefore been buried with him through baptism into death. So that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory and power of the Father, 
we too might walk. Now pay attention to the next bit. We too might walk habitually in newness of life. And the amplified version says, abandoning our old ways. Walk habitually in the newness of life. You give away the old habit and you make it a habit to walk in the newness that you have received. How does that renewing take place? You start studying the word and what it says about that situation or that habit. And when negativity or doubt try to take up space in our minds, we must counter those thoughts with what God says. Remember, Jesus fought in the wilderness as well by saying it is written. He held on to what was written, so must we. Every time that lie is put forward to you, that says it's okay, nothing will change. We must counter these thoughts with God's word and speak his truth to every lie. And as Isaiah 43 verse 18 says, do not call to mind the former things. Do not remember the old ways. The more we try to remember it, it will keep coming back. It says, pay no attention to the things of old. It could also mean not just turning away from those thoughts, but turning away from those places, from those situations, from those circumstances, and if need be, from those friends, from those people as well. If we are to get rid of that habit, everything that could influence us in any way concerning that habit has to be put aside. Move away from the old things. And we are there to the new, even in our thoughts and in our circumstances. And then when you encounter those words, just as 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5 says, once that has dead, that once that is dead to you, then 2 Corinthians 5 says you demolish those arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. That knowledge that you have received from the word. And you take captivity, you take captive, sorry, you take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. This is 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5. You first need to come out of it, get over it in order to take it captive. Otherwise, it will take you captive. That's the habit of sin. It keeps coming back to try initially until you keep resisting and it tires and flees the spirit behind it. That's when you have experienced that freedom and you stick with it. You stick with that newness. You do not, as Isaiah 43, 18 says, do not call to mind the former things. Do not try to even remember those. You reject those thoughts and suggestions. And you take up what the word says should be the things that we should think about. You have the mind as Philippians 2 verse 5 then says. You then have the mind that is of Christ. Where we think on things that he thought, we do things the way he did. Our mindset, our attitude is one like he has. 
our focus has to be more on the word. And at the end of it all, remembering that it is not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. So we cannot make all this effort out of our flesh. If we are to crucify it, we have to submit to the Holy Spirit. Let him take over. It is by my spirit, he said. And we ask for that grace, for that strength. Because the flesh in itself does not have resistance. It is highly vulnerable, susceptible. And that is why he says, cut off all those possibilities of you slipping back into, even by mistake, into that habit. Into those thoughts, into those ways. Renewing our mind is a process. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for everyone that in all honesty and humility seeks to renew their minds from any kind of wicked thoughts that has helped them captive over all this time. Whether it is a habit of lying or stealing, whether it is a habit of gossiping or backbiting, whether it is a habit of slander and bullying, whether it is a habit of busyness and prayerlessness. We ask, Lord, for your help, just as your word says, it is by my spirit. So we submit our weakness, our vulnerability and all our crowns before you. And we ask for that grace, O oh Father, to renew our minds, that there is freedom where your spirit is. And when that truth becomes real to us, it is that truth that sets us free. We ask for that renewal process to begin in each of these lives, Lord. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures today. God, we stand in that gap. And for all our weaknesses, we ask for forgiveness. For your word in 2 Chronicles 7.14 says that when we turn away from all that wickedness and we repent. And we seek you. Then you will have mercy. You will heal our land. Everything concerning our life, our home, our surroundings, our family. Not just us. We pray also for all families that are embattled, that are facing all kinds of division and separation not this day. But what you have joined together, we insist, let no man and no spirit divide. Every force of wickedness that seeks division be bound and cast out of their lives and their circumstances right now in the name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially those of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance of your ways and your word, Lord, that you have given us, have kept for us that through our search, when we seek it, you make those ways of abundance and dominion available to us. And yet you hide it 
from all those that are wicked. And we pray against poverty. That every yoke of the enemy over the lives of your people, every stranglehold will be broken. By your yoke-breaking anointing, Father, we ask you to touch each of these lives today. Touch each of these lives today, Lord. That there be freedom. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends as well. Especially those that are not yet saved. That there is, they receive their salvation this day. In the name of Jesus. Let there be a quickening and draw them to you, Lord, we ask. That as you have had mercy on us, we call on that same God, that same merciful Father, to have mercy on our brothers and our sisters. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Unga <laughs> 
Sarakada, <laughs> <laughs> 
Kanda hasara kanda mapapa. Charambala rasada rastola reketeketeke daya. Yanda papa biasara kanda papa biasara. Tena narasala ribaria skataya. Shabareste lereste in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The words that were spoken to me this morning very powerfully. I am the Lord your God. You shall have no other gods. I am your Lord and God. I created you. You are mine. And the scripture I've been given is from Philippians 4, verse 13. I can do all things in him who strengthens me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture shared in the chat as well. This is from Romans 12, verse 2, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's reflections, the daily divine mercy and the rosary sessions and the Friday Bible teachings. Please share the Zoom and YouTube links for people to join so that they can partake in that same blessing that you are receiving as well. This could be your family, your friends, your neighbors, anyone. You could also share recordings with others. These are available on our YouTube page, posted on our Facebook page and also available on our Spotify podcast channel. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone, and a great week ahead. Thank you, Rasu. Thank God you, Rasu. God bless everyone. Thank you, Rasu. Thank you, Jesus.